This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. Well, good evening, Australia. And good evening, my love. Good evening, my love. Oh, it's a balmy night in Melbourne. Oh, my God, it's 300 degrees. (laughs) It's like underwater world. It's like a million percent humidity. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I went swimming this afternoon, my love. Yes, you did. And it was hot. In the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. Unbelievable. It's my worstest, worstest weather. Now, my love. Yes. What's Chatterbox about? What do we do? If you haven't tuned in before, we are a talk show. We bring in a member of the community every week, and they just to choose four songs that best tell their story. They have a bit of a yarn with us, and we usually have a bit of a giggle. Now, also, we need to do a little bit of a shout-out to our 200th like on Facebook this week. Yes. Who was it, my love? It was Adrian. It was the lovely Adrian. Thank you, Adrian. And we've we've sat on 199 for about the last six weeks, and it's been shitting me up the wall. (laughs) So we've just... (laughs) Zoomed ahead and we're on 206, but I think you got that, that that ball in motion. I'd like to say, should we dedicate our first track tonight? Why not? For Adrian. Now, you, I finally updated my phone on the weekend. To, yeah, I think it was when I sent you an emoji and you were like, what's this question mark? And it was like, mm, when was the last time you did a software update? <laughs> yeah, I'm still on gaslighting on my phone. <laughs> You're still playing Pong on yours. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, then, because we did the update, you showed me a new thing that iTunes does yes. that you can click on. It's a little bit like Spotify, but sort of better because we, we use iTunes. So, yep. you don't have to go through that. And I rediscovered, well, we both rediscovered um, that fabulous 1990 album by Black Box called Wonderland. Yes. And um, we want to dedicate the first song tonight to the lovely Adrian, who liked us on 200 Likes. I don't know anybody else, Adrian. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew on Joy 94.9. It doesn't want to play back block Black box tonight. Black box <laughs> ain't going nowhere. I'm a little bit annoyed at, and it was poor Martha Wash as well, my love. It was indeed. We were Christ. talking about this actually in the car on the way in. Martha Wash did all of the vocals on Black Box, all of the vocals on CNC Music Factory. And she got no credit because they brought in a big, tall, skinny black girl to do Black Box. And they brought in a slightly shorter, skinny black girl to do CNC Music Factory. Yes. Never sang a note. Right. Well, this is going to be a great show tonight if we can't play the damn music. But how about instead, how about instead, instead of listening to us rabble on, let's introduce our, our lovely guest. Well, you would have heard him usually between 6.30 and 9 on a Thursday morning as part of the tag team. It is the lovely Hunter Smith. Welcome to Chatterbox Hunter. Yay! Do the sound effects work, Brett, this week? I'm, I'm so sorry, but given the music problems, I didn't even want to attach 
<laughs> the ID. Hunter, welcome to Chatterbox. When I um, came in, I didn't know that you guys were a couple, but um, the relation tension <laughs> in the room <laughs> since I've been here has made that abundantly clear. Oh, do you know I, like this? My, I like how you started calling each other my love. I could get in on that, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. But now, just... Dagger. Oh, no, can I say, you think the conversation in the car the one go, on the way home is going to be horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hunter, you host, you're one of the three hosts of the tag team on a Thursday morning. I am. If the Chatterbox listeners haven't heard your show before, mm-hmm. what can they expect? Oh, a lot of substance. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I do love your show, though, because it makes me light. I always listen to it on the car on the way to work, and I howl loud. Oh, excellent. That's funny. the aim. Yeah, we, we just try and be funny, and we just dick about, really. But you've got the gorgeous Harry on there as well, don't you? My fellow Welsh girl. We do the other um, Welsh icon. She does a bit of Welsh. She does a Welsh update occasionally. Have you heard that? <laughs> yeah, her Nan yeah. features a lot in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nan talk. We do a lot of Nan talk. Now, have, have you guys made her say the town in Wales yet? I don't know, actually. Well, because I'm going to put my partner on the spot there, because I always ask him at parties to do it. It's easier. It's the longest town yeah. in the world. It's line by the when you in Wales, <laughs> what's that, how is that abbreviated in Wales? Because that's what no one ever talks about. Stanvire no. PG. Say it again. PG. And how, do you know how many people live there? Oh, none. No, it's small. Because they've all left because they're sick of people asking them to yeah. say it. When I was in primary school, we did a musical about a musical about the Commonwealth Games, and everyone oh. in the class had to dress up as one of those letters for that. Town. Oh, really? Can, yeah. you, can you please not say that it was the Commonwealth Games in 2006, Hunter? Oh, I wasn't in primary school in 2006, was I? No. I was in high school. No. No, I suspect it might have been 1996. <laughs> well, it's funny because sometimes Harry will talk about Thank where God. she's from and she'll say, I'm from Llechley. And oh, it's yeah. Like, Llechley. No, it's actually Llanetli. It's just she's Llechley. <laughs> well, she's getting it wrong. No, yeah. she's getting it right. It's just Welsh people have got a tendency to Oh, it's so contracted. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not a pleasant... I mean, this isn't nice It isn't a pleasant language. It's a pleasant language. It's very... Um, I don't know what the word is for guttural, but in your mouth. And phlegmy. It's yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Of- yeah. And not nice for radio saying. <laughs> no. No. Very slow. Like, can you imagine the microphones? Mm. They'll just be like sponges. Yes. yes. Sounds oh, like right. adult, what adult braces would make. Yes, that's right. It is the adult brace of the United Kingdom, <laughs> Wales. Particularly Swansea. Yeah. Was she from Swansea? Yeah, she, well, yeah. just outside. Yeah. Is that common? Did you say Swansea was common? Or is that. No, no, no. Swansea's lovely. No, Newport. Yeah, you Newport. said Newport's a bit Shocking. rough. Now, yeah. who else? You've got Sean on the show yeah, as well. Yeah, Sean. Now you've known each other for quite a while. Yeah, we used to, Sean and I used to live together at university about ten years ago. Well, that dates us. There you go. Um, <laughs> and we knew one another, but we weren't particularly friendly. He, um, um, you're just fanning yourself off, baby. I am. A little yeah. bit sorry, <laughs> it's a hot night. <laughs> sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It's quite warm in the Joy Studios. Uh, we were, we, yeah, we were, re- we were friendly, but we, we weren't really good mates. And then uh, we sort of made friends a few years later. So that's an unusual situation, really, when you've been friends with someone before. But he was, um, and he'll love me for telling you. Quite the straight Lothario back then. Oh, so. really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, we didn't have a lot in common, really. <laughs> Apart from banging babes. <laughs> I find that quite funny because after hearing Sean, yeah. you'd never know. <laughs> I don't. I really don't think you would know. No, no. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> hey, you're yeah. listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest Hunter, only on Joy ninety four point nine. Download the Joy ninety four point nine smartphone app today. See.
Joy.org.au. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Hunter, on Joy 94.9. Now, my love, yes. if someone's yes. got a message... Oh, <laughs> you said oh, you wanted Hunter, to get <laughs> You're making me blush. You ask nicely and then you crowbar your way into a relationship. Wow, fiddle-dee-dee. <laughs> oh, I don't think you need to crowbar. I think someone forgot to lock up. Now, Hunter... Obviously, a part of Chatterbox is you get to choose four songs, and you've chosen four lovely songs for this evening. I did. I agonised Slightly over eclectic. It. Very eclectic, yes, yeah. Yes, but that's, that's interesting. Mm, hopefully. The first one was around growing up. Yeah, like life. my childhood song. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about growing up. Where did you grow up? A little bit about family. Uh, I grew up in, in Melbourne. Yep. In the outer burbs. Whereabouts? So. Which outer burb? Uh, Berwick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Do you know it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not well, but no of it. Fountain Gate land. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I spent a good 10 years working down at Colorado Fountain Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Colorado? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. gone to God now. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I could sell yellow hiking boots and overpriced flannel like nobody else, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up down there. It was pretty good, really. Pretty dull. Yeah. Pretty good. I went to school in Pakenham. Were you in a big Berwick mansion? Because it was known at the time. No. No, hang on. I lived in Old Berwick with okay. an E. Oldie Berwick. Yeah. Uh, oldie, worldy, yeah, shoppy Berwick. Berwick. Yeah. Berwick. Yeah. Yeah. Not a McMansion. Um, although the house has since been knocked down and they put a McMansion on yeah. it. So that's sad. Oh. That's sad. Symbolic, really. Uh, yeah. So I grew up out there and um, that was fine. Yeah. Family, big family, small family. Uh, I've got one sister and a mum and a dad. And the song, it was, uh, how do I do this? Do I say the song now? No, 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 no. We can tease it, please. Right. You so know, a little I, bit of foreplay is always nice before yeah, a song. My family were quite normal, but perhaps not really normal for an outer suburban family. So what were you like as a kid growing up? Obnoxious. What? Oh, <laughs> terrible. In what way? Oh, like a, b- believe it or not, boys, I was quite a show off. Um, you do have a lot of self confidence, which I like in yeah, a Yeah, but not in a child. No one likes to be a child. <laughs> no, do they? no, they don't. I like, you know, well, you know, I was doing the, yeah, that's right. I was doing the sort of, you know, the drama and I like to always, um, I have a lot of memories of being told to go and play with the children because I was always hanging around the adults, yeah. you know, I wanted to know the goss and, 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 you know, what was going on in politics and sport. No. Um, yeah, so pretty revolting in a lot of ways, but, yeah. you know, and good, too good. Yeah. Too yeah, good. Yeah, like yeah. I was a real um, nerd. Not really academic nerd, but I wanted to be like the good kid yeah. that got like the prefect awards or whatever they were. You know what I mean? All that stuff now that makes me feel, oh. I really changed. I really changed. I got to a certain age and I was like, that's all crap. I'm rebel. Yeah, that's right. I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Now I think it's all sort of horrible, you know, authoritarian. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's just something to aspire to. But it, yeah. it's so funny because school's just only one moment of your yeah. life, but it feels like an absolute prison oh, sentence yeah. at the time. Oh, yeah. And I can still sit there and, like, reminisce and think about people from high school. Like, it, it's, it, it takes up a greater amount of your uh, emotional memory than it certainly did yeah. Yeah. chronological time. I it's think. funny. I found Facebook, because I, obviously, I lost contact with moving countries for a mm. start. I lost contact with everybody I went to high school with. But then Facebook popped up, and all of a sudden, these people from high school started Drifting yeah. back into my, and it was yeah. like, oh, I remember you. And then sometimes within about two weeks, it'd be like, oh, I remember you. You were yeah. dreadful then yeah. and you're dreadful now. Yeah. Still, still a racist. I get a lot of yeah, still a racist. Still a racist. <laughs> Do you know, the funny thing is, though, um, I was amazed with nearly all of the girls I went to school with. They all look fantastic. Do yeah. they? Yeah, they all look great. And, um, and they, they looked annoying. after themselves. <laughs> However, <laughs> the men. 
have literally gone out to pasture, with the really? exception of two guys I went to school with. You had a big... thorough look. Listen to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the exception of two. Every single one of them. Every single one. <laughs> but the two guys who didn't have become better looking. Oh, really? I no, know. That's not nice. <laughs> and everyone's like, were they that hot in school? And they said, no, no. they've just gotten yeah. better. But it's Everybody has the a peak. ones that weren't particularly yeah. attractive yeah. in school. Oh, not always. Sometimes, no, like, they you know, just once a rotter, always get a rotter. worse. Yeah. yeah, but sometimes. Continually. Yeah. <laughs> Until they die of hideousness. <laughs> Um, I okay. some, this is this isn't nice to say, but sometimes when I'm feeling down, yes, I will literally go to Facebook yes. to look up certain people and be like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like in comparison, everything's fine. I'll really do that. See what kills? I've got a hit list. <laughs> what kills me? Some of the people I went to high school with have photos with their grandkids. <gasps> and I'm 50 in a couple of years, but. They're oh, not, that's dead keen for no, a grandparent, though. They shouldn't be doing that. They're like 15-year-old grandkids. It's not what? like baby grandchild. It's a big thing in Wales. Ask Harry. Oh, right. <laughs> it is possible. Oh, no, there's a lot of, like, young parents. It's quite yeah, frightening. Yeah. Although, yeah. Well, you know, 50 is not that young as a parent. No, it really <laughs> But as a grandparent, when you've got a 15-year-old, it it's like... <laughs> yeah. So that means that they were 35-ish when they became yeah. grandparents. Two generations of floozies, basically. Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose you could. Well, maybe not floozies, maybe just early learners. Yeah, that's mm. <laughs> early adopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you thought of Korean politics or the UN? You're being quite the ambassador. <laughs> I'm worried about the text messages we're going to get. I've been, I've been burnt before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, now, first song. Now, first mm. off, was yeah. it hard to choose the songs? Very hard. Yeah. Very hard. I um, had a really busy Saturday night. It was just me at home. I lit a candle. I had a rum on the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really drink, so it was painful. And I agonised over it for a long time, and then I, eventually I thought, oh, F this. I've just got to send them in. So, yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Here we go. So first track. Yeah. Um, this is my child. We've like, never played Nick Cave in the Bad Seats. Hmm. So you're, you're, you're well, popping you're that cherry yeah, tonight. Yeah. Particularly no, in the childhood segment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Um, I, I went for Nick Cave because um, Nick Cave was a god and still is a god in yeah, my yeah, family yeah. home. Yep. I remember um, it was like, uh, but yeah, it was sort of in my house, like like marijuana was a breakfast food and Nick Cave was god. That's what I say. <laughs> and I remember, I remember when I was um, maybe about 11 or 12, I went, we went a religious household, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and when I was about 11 or 12, I went to a neighbor's house for, for dinner and they said grace before dinner. Um, and was it blew design? my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it, like all jokes aside, I had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. they'd all powered down, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. And um, and so I came home to my dad, and I and he was smoking a joint on the back step, and I was like, Dad, I've just been over to you know Bozo's house. I said, and they like said grace beforehand, and I was like, What's up with that? And he was like, Oh, that's because they believe in God. And I was like, All oh, right, why don't why don't we believe in God? And then he like took a big drag. I was like. Because we believe in Nick Cave, the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. I do. I so like the sound of your house more yeah. than the family grace. It does sound, it does, it does sound a little bit more yeah. interesting. Well, here it is now. It's the mercy seat. Hopefully. Um, yeah. It's kind of grim. Do you know what? But it tells Third a beautiful time's story. a charm, Andrew. I've heard. I've been told. Anyway, here it is, the mercy seat. You're listening to Chatterbox tonight. With Brett and Andy. It's got a weird start. Ignore the start. Okay. It's quite satanic. It is it's quite satanic. Backwards lyrics. It is. Doesn't <laughs> it take you back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Hunter, from the tag team. Did you guys get the moral 90... of, that, of the story? No. What was oh. moral of story? Well, he, did, he didn't do it. <laughs> didn't do what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was being fried in the electric chair. Oh. Just the mercy, the mercy state. Oh, well, thanks for listening, boys. Um, but at the very we end... We were talking and entertaining you, Yeah, we were having Hunter. a great time. Very high-maintenance right. guest. <laughs> Oh, she's being difficult and it's only 9.22. Picking out the yellow M&Ms. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll pay closer attention to my next song. So he okay, didn't we do it. We he will. didn't do it no, in the song. He didn't do it. He told a lie. So, <laughs> what a light and oh, frothy childhood yeah. that sort of evokes. <laughs> Christmas must well, have been a barrel of laughs. <laughs> no, as we played Johnny Cash at Christmas. I don't mind Johnny Cash. No, Goodness. Another feel-good sing-along. Now, Hunter, mm. this is the part of the show. We've talked about you growing up in... Ye olde Berwick. Yeah. This is the part of the show where we like to, our guests to talk about their coming out story. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yours. Uh, first of all, has anybody ever said that they hadn't come out yet? Uh, <gasps> one, when we got on air. Oh. And it was literally like, oh, just so you know, I'm not technically out. And it was like, oh, You're in the okay. wrong spot, mate. It's going to change the dynamics of the show slightly. Yeah. But then the first segment of the show, he said, oh, when I went to Mardi Gras with my boyfriend... Oh. We were sort of... Mm. So you misunderstood the question. We, we so think, we just sailed through that yeah, one. Good. Just, we th- yeah, We think you're a little bit outer than you think. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. I think there's been a few st- um, heterosexual people that we've had on the show who've, who've been a bit like, well, I want to contribute to the coming out. It's like, no, let's just talk about you for a bit. Yeah, right. right, right. Yeah, were your parents yeah. upset when you came out yeah. as straight? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. redhead. Yeah. So um, tell us about yours. Well, I'd love to tell you that it was... Um, I would, in all honesty, I'd love to tell you it was really traumatic and I overcame <laughs> it, but unfortunately it was as boring as old times. So what do you really. mean boring? Well, I came out quite young. Um, I think I was 15. Wow, that is young. Yeah. Mm. And I came out, I had already told my friends at school and my sister is about three years younger than me. And I think what happened um, was that she was about to come to school. Like she was about to come to high school. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I kind of had seen the writing on the wall. And I thought, oh, I'm either going to tell them now or someone's just going to tell my sister when she comes to school. Yep. And I could f- see that being awkward. Um, so I told my mum and there was like tears, but not like, you know, fine, just fine tears. Yep. <laughs> just emotional tears. A light mist. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody was okay with it. It was really good. Yeah. And so you, when you it's came a out blessing, your... really. I joke that I'd love a traumatic story, and I would, but it was a blessing. But when you came that. out to your friends, was mm. was that pretty straightforward as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was no great shock. You know, that's the other thing. Um, but the, everybody took it really well. Yeah. I can honestly say that. I didn't have any... I mean, the worst thing I suffered was sort of... Um, you know, ignorant questions, which in hindsight, I totally forgive other 15-year-old Pakenham people yeah. for, you know, they didn't know a gay person either. So that was, that's what I found the most tiresome yep. about yeah, it, yeah, is sort yeah. of the stupid questions. Yeah. But I was out of school and I was, it was at a, um, a casually Christian school, not a really strict joint, but they, yeah. were, they were good to me and yeah. it, was, it, was, it was only a positive experience yeah. for me, Isn't which that- does stress me out. 
when you know I have other people in my life that come out much later in their twenties, and I think, oh, what a shame! Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. Shame. I came out and and I came out when I was sixteen, so I I don't know when people tell stories of you know I was in the closet and I got married and I had kids and da, 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 mm. and I was and I can empathise with them, but I can't really. Empathise with <laughs> True yeah. Because Because it's like I, I don't know another life Where I wouldn't Want to be honest With myself Yeah yeah, but, 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 I, but of course I came I Telling you I had this idyllic Coming out Yeah And the reason I could do that Early I, I even remember thinking At the time That I was You know about 95% sure it was going to be fine. Yeah. That yeah. it was going to be an idyllic coming out. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking that. Like, this is a really big deal. Yeah. But there's such a high chance that this is going to be fine that it's going to be, that it will be yeah. fine. And I would have been very shocked if it gone badly. And obviously, people that come out much later probably have a much lower percentage on there. Oh, that, and their risk yeah. assessment. A lot, of people, <laughs> a lot of people say that there's sort of two stages to coming out. There's the coming out to yourself and sort of figuring out mm. that. And then there's coming out to other people. Do, yeah. do you. What was coming out to you? Like, oh, did you go through that process or did you not? I thought I've actually thought about that recently, trying to work out when I, because I remember being little yeah. and other, like other boys thinking that I was gay because yeah. you know they can always tell first. Yeah. They got the best gaydar, really, oh. don't they? Yeah. Eight year old boys. <laughs> um, but in all fairness, they also think everything is gay. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, different, different sort of. So gay. if you keep on preaching the one thing, yeah, you're going to get right. it right yeah. sooner or later. They're the opposite of mothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, I, I remember being um, defensive at, yes. at the idea of being gay and thinking yeah. like I'm not gay and and but I don't I don't remember being like oh yes I am yeah you know what I mean yeah mm. but I, it, it all came to me quite early yeah like the the awareness and the sex not having sex but wanting to, you know having yeah. sex yeah, that yeah, all yeah, that yeah. all hit quite early I think and so I must have been I mean if, I must have been pretty sure before, before I told my friends and that was probably when I was 15 too yeah. so yeah. I reckon I probably had it locked down by 13 or so yeah no look wow. we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago and they said exactly the same thing they said they were very aware early on that it was they were gay yeah. it wasn't because yeah. like, often people will say oh I knew I was different but I wasn't sure what it was and that yeah. was not the case for me it was yeah. I knew different, but wasn't. I was reasonably sure it was gay, but it took me about four years to go. Mm, you yeah, know, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and my um, parents, they had um, a, a gay couple, men that were that, that they knew. So that might, that probably helped in some way. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I was aware from really early on that that my parents were um, were lefties, really. Yeah. So I knew like they were right in. Like I knew I could guess their position on sort of those sort of social yeah. justice issues, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. so I think that really. Helped me. Like, I yeah. knew that it was probably going to be okay. Oh, absolutely. At least, even, maybe not between us, but at least, oh, you know, ideologically. It was yeah. Be yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Hunter, only on Joy 94.9. Melbourne gets the best mix of music weekdays. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew and our lovely guest Hunter from the tag team on Joy 94.9. Um, my love? Yes. It's the halfway point. It is indeed. And nothing's screwed up so far as opposed to the start of the show, so it's going well. No, absolutely. We've, we've just caught up. Yes. <laughs> We're back on track. Oh. <laughs> but my love, just quickly, what's our show about Look, again? if you've just tuned in, um, obviously again, you've probably just tuned out of I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you take that back. It's a very entertaining show. It really is. Take my brain out for oh, a no, couple Andy of loves it. Andy, it's over now. It's yeah, over. Loves it. <laughs> But we are a talk show where we bring in a member of the community and they get to choose four songs that best tell their story and they get to have a chat with us and tell us all about themselves and have a bit of a giggle. Absolutely. And tonight we've got the lovely Hunter from Tag Team. Absolutely. Normally you hear him on Thursday morning breakfast show. With Sean and Harry. That's right. Now, Hunter, before we went to the break, Mm -hmm. that long break... (laughs) 
you were telling us about your coming out story and that it was reasonably smooth sailing. Hmm. Tell us about your second song and why you chose it. Uh, I, I struggled to find a coming out song, to be honest, but I, I dated it to my life. And I, and I reckon around that time, me and all my friends from high school, we were obsessed with the band Counting Crows. Yeah. Wow. Now, all my songs tonight, the timeline's way out because I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure Counting Crows, they weren't cool then. You know what I mean? Like we were really late to it. But for some reason, or why it was driven by one of my friends, Megan, is, you know. A nice girl, but not known for being right, right on the cutting edge. <laughs> she um, she had us all uh, engrossed. So we would they would tour here. We saw them once, and it was the best night of our lives. And um, yeah, yeah. I saw them. Uh, then they cancelled another tour because his nan died, which was sad for him. Oh. But um, well, but honourable. Oh well, it really mm. pissed me off at the time. But I was young. <laughs> it was inappropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. So um, here it is. It here is. it is. Here it is, Mr. Jones. By the Counting Crows. You're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Hunter, only on Joy Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest hunter on Joy 94.9. Oh my goodness. Counting Crows, my love. There's always a little bit of melancholy in that song. Yeah, there is. It's quite, it's very 90s melancholy. They used to play it as the last song at the Berwick pub back in the day. (laughs) We used to have, um, we couldn't afford drinks, so we would take like a bottle of, um, or a a bladder of goon and we would hide it, not in the dumpster, but you know, um, on the side of the dumpster. Dumpster wine. Yeah, that's sounding delicious. Because you know where like the arms of, where the arms of the truck would go to pick up. Yeah. You know, the thing used to stuck it in there, we used to nip in and out, having a, Suck on the goon bag. Goon. Oh, bless. <laughs> Do you know that the um the the yeah, with the Kendall and Kylie Jenner of yeah, Packenham just right. glitz and glamour that's all right. the way. <laughs> that's a compliment. Really. You, know, you know, the bag is actually an Australian invention. Is it? Yes. Uh, of course, we invented it. <laughs> Didn't they use them as pool floaties in WA? Oh no, that's what most people do. <laughs> 
Now, look, whilst we've been chatting, we've had a message pop through. I know. It's dear friend of the show, Chris from Yarraville. My love. Yes. What's the message? Oh, well, he says, Mr. Jones, a classic track hunter. Love it. Thank God for my wife, Sophie, who's reminded me for the second week running that Joy is on and to tune in. (laughs) What have you been doing? Chris they're from very Yarraville. busy. They're oh. very busy people. Well, great show on this sweltering night. I know it's well, sticky. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hunter, you and Sean, you said you you knew each other in university. Yes, but you also work together currently, don't you? Yeah, we do. Where about the? We both uh, make the project on Channel Ten. And what do you do there? So we both uh, we do the same job. We spend all, too much time together. We leave here <laughs> angry with each other at nine a.m. and then we drive in my car and then we sit for ten hours every day, about a meter and or half a meter away from one another. And we bicker back and forth. And that sums up the job, really. So you're the Statler and Wardoff of the of the project, yeah, perhaps. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> you don't know the reference uh, to you. From the Muppet uh, Show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, yeah, very similar. Very similar. But with, you know, Grinder. Um, I always thought Wardoff was having it off with Statler anyway. Goodness, yes. So what do you do on the project? Because oh, so that must be a super exciting place to work. Oh, that's all right. So we are both called um, the guest... The guest- we're called the guest producers. Yeah, it sounds like we're temporary producers, yeah. but it means that we look after the celebrity guests. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I left Sean tonight looking after Chris Isaac. Yeah, which is uh, can, can I say I'm a little bit jealous because I've had a huge crush on, crush on Chris Isaac for years. You you saw him at that hotel in yeah, Sydney years, ago. years ago. Yeah, and he's quite big he's, and handsome. Yeah. Yeah. he's here all the time. He's very accessible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we like write the scripts and we um, write all the questions. Yes, and we interview them and then on the night. We look after them, so we go yeah. and um, shepherd them through. The um, there's often a clan of um, like autograph hunters, yeah, that are great people. Um, <laughs> so get up there. And then we like run them through the show, and what's going to happen, and then yeah. put them in a car and send them on their way. So do you? You both work every. You both do every show, or do you alternate? Or uh, we both work every day, yeah. but we try and if there's one guest each night, then it'll go. You know, Sean Hunter, Sean Hunter. Yeah. But often there'll be two guests, and we also responsible. This is so boring. We're also responsible for all like the. Um, other stuff. So you guys mentioned I'm a celebrity to get me out of here. So we yeah. have a lot of that content that we do. So yeah, we split it up as best we can no, without you, fighting. You were telling us just before we got here because we popped just up the road for a glass of white wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Speaking you, of yourself, I had a diet. No, that you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're projecting, my love. Well done, <laughs> Sister Patrill over there. <laughs> but you said you also do stand up. I do. Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, well, I used to think that I wanted. Well, I used to think that I could act. Um, but I could not. And so after trying unsuccessfully that for years, um, you know, just terrible. Like I used to get, well, I used to get auditions and, and then they want to cry, want me to cry or something. And I think, oh, no, this isn't for me. <laughs> um, but, but eventually I got a gig on an ABC sitcom, which was a funny show. And then I was like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. I can act with these people. These and then when I looked around, I was like, oh, they're all comedians. So that's when yeah, I sort of clicked. So yeah, that was probably about five or six years ago. So I've been doing like the, um, no, I think this is my fifth comedy festival, I think. Wow. So I've been doing it pretty much every year since then. I used to do The Fringe too, but I've ditched it. It's too much to do. What was the first one like, though? Because it's, 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 it's literally the, the, one of the most fearful things. If somebody stood me on a stage and said, be funny and make people laugh, yeah. I, I just literally I would go white and yeah. the colour would drain from off. What was that first one like? It was utterly terrifying. Yeah. I used some of that gear before, actually, when we were talking about Colorado. That was my first routine. <laughs> <laughs> The bright lights of Colorado found it. Um, yeah, it was terrifying, but it went quite well. Yeah, I hear I hear people say um, I've heard people say before that everybody's first gig goes quite well. Yeah, because otherwise you would never do a second one. Yeah, and it's like the second and third one that are terrible. Yeah, that's really true of me. The first one went quite well. Um, 
Yeah, and then and once I start, when it started going to doing shows, that's a whole new level of terror, obviously, yeah. because it goes for an hour. But also, then you know what works and what doesn't, so you can sort of yeah. work on it. So mm. I, I like that format a lot better. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's a friend of ours who's a stand-up um, says, "Look, when it's bad, there's nothing worse. Oh, um, yeah. But when it's good, there's nothing better. Yeah, it's yeah. just you get the buzz out of it that that." You can't be beaten yeah, yeah. Um, legally. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox Night with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Hunter, only on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. Australia's best radio station. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Hunter, on Joy 94.9. Now, we've had a quick message pop through, Hunter, mm. asking, because you were just saying a moment ago that you work for the project. Damo of Ballarat has sent through a question saying, does Hunter handle any of the social media for the project? I don't, Damo from the Rat. Oh, I'm afraid. Damn. All that credit, and I'm hoping you want to heap credit upon me um, <laughs> rather than scorn, should go to a lovely, um, a lovely woman called Beck. Who is a guru of it? Yeah, yeah. She's a whiz. She's yeah. a whiz. Spends all her day whipping those up. She's a master of a gift. <laughs> master of a gift. A wizardress. A wizardress. Yeah. Now we were talking quickly just before we went to the ad break about you getting into stand-up comedy. Yeah, you've got a show coming up this year at the comedy festival. I do. You? Is it the twenty third of February today? I think it could be. Yes, yes. It well, it opens in one month. There you go. Twenty oh. third of March to the second of April. I'm doing. And what's the show called? Uh, it's called My Winter of Discontent. And. Where are you playing? Oh, right. A Shakespearean uh, role. Yes. As it turns out, I didn't know that. I thought I made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I did. Must have been lurking oh, in there somewhere. showing your pack in them roots, <laughs> yeah. aren't you, dear? <laughs> Do you know what? This is a bit of a side story, but it, it combines everything we're talking about. I once performed a Shakespeare monologue really? at the Pakenham Showgrounds for Prince Edward, <gasps> who's the Queen's son that you've not heard of. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, no, we've heard and of him. Yeah. And it, mi- it was from a media. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I'll get distracted. I can't tell. Yeah. So, um, so I was from a Midsummer Night's Dream, yes. and I hadn't read the play, obviously. Yeah. And I performed it, and then he said, oh, that was very good. Have you read the play? And I said, yes, absolutely. I loved it. He was like, what was your favourite scene? And then I had to be like, oh, I, I was lying. I've not read it. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to the royalty. Yeah. So that were my chances because everyone kept making these sort of, you know, ooh, gay insinuations about him. So I had sort of started to fantasise that he was going to whisk me away. You, know? you, could be, <gasps> yeah. you could have been the princess yeah. die of your generation. Yeah, usher me into the house like with a fur coat over me and the Camilla. I could have been the Camilla. Of course, he married a woman because he's actually heterosexual. But yeah, we'll, we'll, move, we'll move on true. from that. He was definitely, definitely heterosexual. That's important to point out. And also, I was a 14-year-old. Probably Absolutely. That probably wasn't floating his boat either. So. No. Irregardless. No, that's, that's probably... Hey, not irregardless. Ne- that's not a word. So no. I need to retract that. Just regardless. Don't judge. Me. Next track, Hunter. Oh, sorry, what, which is uh, one of Andy's and my favourite is Amy oh, Winehouse. Oh yeah, I'm mad for Wino. I'm mad oh, for Wino. Look, I um uh, I didn't know what to choose for this song, so I, I tried to find a song that has stuck with me through a few years because yep. I tend to move on yep. quite quickly. Um, and I I remember I lived in London for a while, and on the way to London, on in the paper at the airport, I read an article about Amy Winehouse, and it was the first time I'd heard of her. Yeah. And then, of course, when I arrived in London, that was in 2007, I think, that was like peak. It was yeah. like peak Amy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw her live, which was great. Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, so it wasn't chill. great. She spewed. Yeah, I was going to... Um, yeah. <laughs> But it was great. It's a great story. (laughs) It's a great story. Here it is now. Tears dry on their own. My love. You're listening to Shadowbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Hunter, on Joy 94.9. Once was the ride when we were at our height. 
Waiting for you in the hotel at night I knew I had him at my match But every moment we get snatched I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility And you don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no capacity He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day Listen to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our special guest tonight, Hunter from the tag team on Joy ninety four point nine. Now, my love, yes. this is your favourite. Ti- this is your favourite time of the show. Well, yes, one of. It's called Out of the Box, Hunter, and this yes. is where we ask you some embarrassing questions about your life. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, Question Hunt- one, my love, Hunter. Yeah. Without further ado, <laughs> <laughs> what's apart from the monstrosity you've got on tonight? <laughs> Hey, uh, what's the worst been wearing this all day? outfit you've no, ever you look worn, fine, Hunter? Or when I was in year eight, I didn't. I was upset. I didn't feel like I didn't have any cool clothes, and my mum was like, "Oh, why don't you wear this cool jacket from the eighties <laughs> that your dad used to wear?" And I was like, "All right." So it was like coloured denim, like red, oh. had like an eagle on it. Oh, and she paired it with um. This sort of, I don't know what they're called, it's like a cowboy would wear them. It's like a leather string yeah. around your neck yeah. with some metal things hanging in. Oh. Anyway, so I strutted my way down the court to the party and I was mocked so badly I had to spend the party just chatting to the mum. <laughs> it was sad, isn't it? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> because that's, it was before phones. So I couldn't ring tra- for, you know, I couldn't SOS. Now. Yeah, your that's, outfit's a disaster. Yeah. Come and pick me yeah. up. <laughs> that's more traumatic than your coming out story. It is, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. My love. a different sort of closet, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's sharp. Question number two, my love. Hunter, what's yes. the embarrassing, that embarrassing TV or movie, TV show or movie that, you know, it gets no stars on any of the online websites, but you love it regardless? Oh, look, I, would, I won't even agree that it's embarrassing, but I'm a mad fan for The Housewives. Which ones? The Melbourne uh, ones? Well, I've done, Melbourne was my gateway. <laughs> and then I went straight from Melbourne to New York yeah. Gave that a good lag for about six series yeah. And then I got it too absurd And so then I moved on to LA Because I thought this is too absurd I'm going to go to the Real Housewives of LA So it was cool, Beverly Hills yeah. uh, And that's where I've left it Because that's so the one with far. Kelsey Grammer's wife in it, isn't it? Yeah, Camille Yeah, yeah. 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 She is someone else I If, do you, like if, if you, you yes. want to like check just one thing out You've got to go There's an episode where it, um, there's a guest star And it's Alison Dubois Who is the psychic that the show Medium was made about right and it's the biggest pr disaster of all time for her to go on the show because she gets drunk gets in a fight and then starts saying to people uh don't be so rude to me if your children go missing i'm not gonna help you locate them oh my god terrible oh and the whole time my god she's so drunk she's pouring out a wine glass and she's smoking an e-cigarette it's it's too good because i'm loving i'm a celebrity at the moment i'm loving the fact that val and anthony hate each other because yes. they worked on Greece together and apparently <laughs> they yes there were some issues on Greece they didn't care for one another no, no. even last night because they've been nice to each other and last night he said oh this is the nicest I've ever seen and she was a nightmare for the six months we were on Greece together and it was like oh here we go <laughs> who did he play on Greece I think he played Teen Angel oh right, right. really I thought he was playing Frenchie yeah well, <laughs> I don't know question number three my love what is the most embarrassing song in your music collection 
Oh, well, that's hard to pick. But given that you just mentioned I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to say that it is definitely DJ Havana Brown's seminal, iconic classic, <laughs> Big Banana. <laughs> Big Banana. Hola, Nanana. And then my favourite part, because it has a talk break, like any good song. Of course, song of course. So she would. goes, Big Banana. And then the, the music like rises and she goes, Have you got a Big Banana? <laughs> <laughs> So good. Oh, so my, good. My goodness. Hey, you're listening to Chatterbox tonight with Brett and Andy and our very special guest, Hunter, only on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9. You're listening to Chatterbox with Brett and Andrew and our very special guest, Hunter, on Joy 94.9. Hey, Hunter, this has been <laughs> lovely. It Thank has. you so been much. My pleasure. For coming in. And um, final track for tonight. Yes. Um, uh, it, it may confuse a few people the very start of it. Yes, that's a great point. Yeah. It shall do. This song, again, not this song, the, the category you gave me for this is what I'm listening to now. Yes. It is, um, can I say what, I think I'll say what it is. Please. Right? Uh, it's Stevie Nicks, Edge of 17. Stevie Nicks, Edge of 17, that's right. Yes. Um, and very embarrassing, I've, I've um, started dating a very handsome fellow recently, and we were on an early... Oh, well done, you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we, were on, um, um, we were on an early date. And I was trying to impress. So I had already embarrassed myself with, with music once before because yes. he tried to tell me that some song was, uh, it was like a 90s, like Salt and Pepper or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, it's not Salt and Pepper. And I was really smug because he got it wrong. And of course oh. I was wrong. So I had to, yeah. <laughs> anyway, flash forward to the next date. This Stevie Nicks, the age of 17, is playing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I go in to be all worldly and know about music. And I am <laughs> sure for some reason that it's um, a Haim song. Do you guys know Haim? No. Right. Well, you know, great help. Um, I thought it was a new song, Haim. So I'm like, oh, God, I love this song. I think it's that new song by Haim, thinking he's not going to know. Oh. And he's like, it's not it's not Haim. I'm like, oh, it is. <laughs> it's so it's is. It's like a really new song. So, he's so, like, I think, he's I... like, isn't it Stevie Nicks? I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but since then, I popped it on the, the playlist, and it's a cracking tune. Oh, it, it is really a cracking is. tune. It's a cracking tune. Have you learned not to do it for the third time with this lovely new yeah, bar? now I know that, Good. that he's the music master. And I mentioned Good. at work today that I was playing this song tonight, and somebody said, oh, I love that song, just like a white winged dove. And I was like, oh, I thought it was one winged dove. <laughs> just flying around in a miserable circle. Anyway, here it is. Oh, my goodness. Well, any final words tonight, lads? No, I'm good. Now, look, you've been on the chatterbox. You've been a delightful hunter. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. And see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> good night, Australia. <laughs>
a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.